Welcome to the Expansive Astrology Podcast, where we look at using astrology beyond the tropes and horoscopes to tune into the natural forces around us and within us, honoring our true nature to craft our future. I'm your host, Melissa, the self-care witch, and I'm here to help you meet your magic. Without further ado, let's begin this week's episode with a tarot reading for the collective. Hi! Welcome back to the Expansive Astrology Podcast. It's episode 36. I'm so happy to have you. Today I'm introducing, we're welcoming in Aquarius season, Aquarius energy, which is one of my favorites. I'm an Aquarius sun, so it's my, you know, my time to shine baby (laughs) I love the invitations that Aquarius brings I feel like it can be so medicinal so I'm very excited to share my take on um, the invitations of Aquarius season and how we can um, like utilize this energy to really move us forward taking it back to Scorpio season in the fall um Scorpio energy is about life, death, and rebirth. It's about transformation. It's about um, letting go of, uh, like, leaving behind, like, an old version of ourselves, leaving behind um, what isn't working. And then we move into Sagittarius season, fire energy, mutable fire, which helps us to, like, um, rebuild from there, right? It helps us to dream. It helps us to expand Sagittarius helps us to um, shoot for the stars and gallop into the sunset like a centaur. And then Capricorn season, which is wrapping up this week, helps us take those dreams, those really expansive gallop off into the sunset dreams and um, refine them and make them practical and um, like help us reach our goals in a way that is um, effective and, and sustainable. Now, next is Aquarius season, where there's an invitation to like take that practicality, take that like hard work and um, put our own special like flair on it, really like um, leaning into our authentic selves, our most authentic expression of self as we like do that work, climbing those mountains that the Capricorn goat is um, an expert at climbing, climbing those mountains um, in our own unique way, in a way that is not only practical and sustainable and that will help us get to where we um, are seeking to, you know, go, um, but making sure that we're doing that in a way that feels um, aligned and um, like us. That feels true to like who the essence of who we are. There's a lot to there's a lot to share with you. I'm really excited. Um, but first things first, the collective tarot reading for the week, as always. You hear me shuffling as I'm introducing the podcast, waiting for our four card spread to make itself apparent, and I'm going to. Oh my god. <laughs> I just got our fourth card, and we have two Aquarius cards in this spread. What? 
<laughs> Yikes. Okay. Well, that's really fun. I love when it like, I love that blows my mind how often um, that the tarot reading for the episode correlates with the content of the episode. Like what the heck? Tarot has been so much fun for me lately. <laughs> this is a four card spread inspired by a soul check and spread by Lindsay Mack, but this is applied to the collective. It's applied to all of you listening. So some of the things that I say today might feel really spot on and resonant for who and where you are at this point in time. Some things might not feel that relevant to you today and if that's the case, I encourage you to stay open to how these things may play out for you over the week to come, because if you're hearing this, I trust that you're meant to hear it. I'm like, I can't get this grin off of my face. This, These four cards aren't like too perfect. Um, present for us, we have the seven and the eight of pentacles. <laughs> we have the seven of pentacles supported by the eight of pentacles. So, Okay. I really like this for this time of year. I like Capricorn is an earth energy and we are leaving Capricorn season and entering into Aquarius season. So it, it like, yes, this is present for us. Thank you. Thank you. Tarot deck. Um, I love it when the tarot only reaffirms what we already know. You know what I mean? Um, I, I love that. <clears throat> and when that comes up, like, it's easy for the brain to be like it's placebo or you're biased or like whatever. And I don't know. This is where I love Jenna Matlin. And if you haven't heard my Jenna Matlin interview, um, it was episode 33 and her book, will you give me a reading? It addresses that. Um, highly recommend check out the podcast episode and check out her book. But anyway, present for us this week is the seven of pentacles supported by the eight of pentacles. So these are cards that symbolize hard work. The pentacle cards uh, represent earth energy. So in some decks, they're called coins. They kind of look like little coins. And in a lot of ways, um, they've, uh, they're oftentimes equated with money and, um, and how we make money. And that is certainly a part of it. And in soul tarot, like we expand that a little bit. It's it's not only how we make our money, but it's how we engage with the earth. How we, as big, massive, expansive souls, cope with and um, and make the most with and do what we need to do on earth. So the suit of pentacles represents all things earthly. It's 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 everything. It's um, how we make our money and also how we use our time in general. Um, how are you using your resources on earth, your body, your home, your resources, right? Like everything, it's everything earth. It's everything our hands touch. It's everything our hands get into. And the suit of pentacles um, takes us, each card takes us a little deeper and further through this process of aligning our truth and our soul with what we're doing with our hands. Making sure that what we're getting our hands into, making sure that the garden that we are tending, the seeds that we are watering and devoting ourselves to, making sure that those things are aligned, making sure that they're um, healthy, helpful, that we're doing the right things and we're on the right path. 
Now, the seven of pentacles particularly (laughs) has us evaluate and accept and find goodness in um, the process. The seven is kind of about like discernment, um, knowing, knowing when to act, knowing what to do, and knowing when to kind of take your hands off things and wait. How to best use your resources, how to best use your energy. You know, have you ever overwatered a houseplant? Because <laughs> uh, you love it so much? <laughs> Uh, they don't like that. <laughs> I've killed several houseplants from overwatering, right? But the Seven of Pentacles is about like trusting the timing, trusting the process, not being like over, overactive, not trying to like rush a natural process or knowing what you can and can't control. It's about using our time wisely using our energy wisely and like um accepting what cannot be changed you know allowing yourself to be where you are in your process but and that is supported by the eight of pentacles which feels like uh, the word discernment is coming up again um kind of amplified this time knowing when to use Knowing when to get your hands dirty, you know, knowing how, having a really effective use of your tools. The Eight of Pentacles is about using what you know, using, utilizing what you have. <laughs> and the, the phrase for Capricorn is I utilize. <laughs> so we're invited to really explore that as we wrap up Capricorn. Um, before we move into Aquarius at the end of this week, um, on Friday, I believe, what, what do you want to take away from Capricorn season and bring into Aquarius season? What are you utilizing? What are your resources? What have you been getting your hands into? And what do you know? What do you know? Put a pin in that. We'll talk about that later. The Eight of Pentacles is about like buckling down and devoting yourself to the work that needs to be done. Devotion, dedication, discernment. Um, these two together are saying like, can you be where you are in your process? Make sure you're not trying to rush past anything. Trust the natural unfolding of um, how this is going, right? And... Like, really utilize your time and your energy wisely. Make movement. Um, get your hands dirty. Make sure that where you are spending your time and energy and resources is in something um, that is within your power. Right? Don't try to rush anything. But also be willing to, like, do the work. Work what you have. Work your resources. I'm also thinking of the word depth. Like not trying to rush anything, not trying to rush any processes, not trying to just like climb to the top of the mountain as quickly as possible, right? But um, going deeper with where you are. Have you gone as far as you can go where you are right now? 
How can you embrace this phase a little bit more, a little bit more fully while without like becoming complacent, right? Like you can really have acceptance and surrender for where you are um, while also doing the work to get to where you want to be. Our lesson this week is page of sorts, which is fixed air, which is Aquarius energy. What we're learning is how to step forward in our truth, how to step forward in who we are and what we know, how to step forward with our message, even if that's, um, even if it feels heavy, even if we feel, um, even if we shake a little bit, you know, the thing about the pages is that they are students. They're the newest, the youngest of the court cards. So several, it's really common for people to um, say that they're naive, they're new, immature. And I love, as always, <laughs> the I love the Soltero um, interpretation of that, that yes, maybe they're new, but they are also students right they are fixed they are a fixed energy and um they represent like the roots of each of these suits the page of swords is the root of air energy the page of swords is like fresh out of sword school <laughs> they are devoted to um wielding their sword correctly effectively according to the books you know what I mean like um they're not to be underestimated I always have to relate it back to my own profession of like counseling right there's something to be said for a therapist who's been in the field for 40 years you know and don't underestimate a therapist who's fresh out of school they know a lot too and the therapist who is fresh out of school um, is also fresh out of like the textbooks, right? Like they have, they are closer to um, the most up-to-date research and the most up-to-date methods and protocols, right? The page is not to be underestimated. They may be new at all of this, but they know what the fuck they're doing. What we're learning is how to embody and, and embrace that for ourselves this week. And, you know, through, through all of Aquarius season, the Page of Swords does not buy in to any societal or any of the brains like stories that we need to stay small, that we should withhold our truth, ourselves, our story, our message. The Page of Swords doesn't buy into the idea that they don't have enough or they don't know enough. This The page has something to bring forward, something to contribute right now. So um, I often, when I pull sword court cards, um, I know nothing about the chakras. <laughs> uh, but I do know my own experience with my throat and like uh, what happens when... I'm not speaking my truth, you know, I get, I get, um, a lump in my throat, literally. When I pull sword court cards, I like to recommend, um, like some throat chakra work. The 
throat chakra is blue. So I recommend wearing blue and practicing um, speaking your mind and being impeccable with your word and um, kind of pushing yourself to um, open your throat to say what what is in there you know um should we have a group scream we can schedule a group scream (laughs) to open up our throat chakra in the (laughs) in the interest of becoming the page of swords um page of swords is what we're learning this week start practicing this idea of speaking your mind and stepping forward in your truth even if it's scary and our anchor given everything else our anchor is the fool which is ruled by aquarius and is the invitation into soul-centered living it's the invitation into follow your your unique soul's call the thing about the fool is that they are ready and willing to go where their soul guides them at all, at all times, at all costs. The fool doesn't care if other people think they look foolish. The fool doesn't care if they look a little eccentric, if they're about to take a leap that um, other people or even even the fool's own brain or ego, uh, it doesn't care if those parts of it's themselves or or if others think it's a bad idea or think it's too risky or think they're eccentric and weird, right? The fool is willing to just move through the world, move through this experience, kind of eyes closed but heart up, chin up, heart out, being and embracing who and what they are, no matter what. It's like... If the Page of Swords is like impeccable alignment with your word, um, the Fool is impeccable alignment with your soul's calling. Stepping out, stepping forward as they are in their truth with full trust. <sighs> Doing the damn thing. I can't believe that card came out as our anchor this week. Like what? And next week we're, we'll really talk about the Fool. Um, so that's our tarot spread this week the most (laughs) spot on spread i've had for one of these episodes maybe ever i can't believe it and just the perfect segue into the expansive astrology for this week let's let's really dive in aquarius season so i always like to start with all of the characteristics of a sign And then we'll break all of those characteristics down to really give a very complete picture of all the different facets that make up what Aquarius is and what the invitations are, what the medicine is, what the magic is. So Aquarius is a fixed air sign ruled by Uranus and Saturn. It is represented by the water bearer, which means that a lot of people think Aquarius is a water sign, which um, makes sense. It's 
aqua aqua aquarius it makes sense and the water bearer um but nope it's an air sign um meaning that it brings the water like air is air is movement um and aquarius is the water bearer it rules the 11th house of hopes its phrase is i know and the tarot correspondences are the star the fool and the world aquarius is here to serve the collective to be a radical force of healing and change and it does so so brilliantly by being their radically authentic self aquarius is all about authenticity and as a byproduct, Aquarius is about self-healing. And as a byproduct, <laughs> it's about collective healing. But that collective healing comes from the self-healing, which is rooted in authenticity. What we learn in Aquarius season is that you, as an individual, each of us, each of us can and absolutely do impact the collective. So this season is offering a way of really stepping into ourselves and effectively shaking things up, bringing our own spin to what Capricorn so diligently and carefully helped us to craft. Aquarius is the humanitarian. It is seeking to improve the world for the benefit of all. And it can do so by being itself so fully, so completely, knowing that that's the mission. That's the work of Aquarius. And Aquarius season helps each of us, whether Aquarius is very strong in your chart or not, whether you feel like you are a humanitarian whose mission is to serve and heal the collective, that doesn't have to be your mission. And the medicine of this season is for you to most fully, radically, authentically be yourself so that you can serve in the way that you are here to do whatever that means for you so what is Aquarius energy let's break it down Aquarius is an air sign the air signs are Gemini Libra and Aquarius this is the last air sign and it's the second to last sign of the zodiacal wheel the element of air is all about our brain chemistry, our thinking, our mental processes, and communication. It's the way we get our point across. It's how we share news. It's the way that we argue. It's how we get what is in our brain out and expressed into the world. The air signs tend to have a need, all of them, the air signs tend to have a need to understand things as 
fully as possible. So air energy can be analytical and very cognitive and often more comfortable living in the head than in the body or the heart. Air energy relates to brain chemistry, like anxieties, our internal narratives, the ways that our brain operates and protects us. It's how we think and like how we control our actions. That's air energy. And this is our fixed air sign. The other fixed signs are Taurus, which is fixed earth, Leo, which is fixed fire, and Scorpio, which is fixed water. And finally, we have Aquarius, the fixed air. The fixed signs are not easily swayed. Their power is in their ability to focus energy deeply. The fixed signs are associated with firmness, perseverance, and stability. These are the signs that provide structure. They solve problems and lead. At the same time, fixed energy is known to be stubborn and inflexible. There's a time and a place. Sometimes being unmoving is dangerous. But confidence and self-assurance of fixed energies can be a gift. Or it can be asinine and rude. Something to be aware of. If you're feeling really fixed in a thing, um, really checking in with that and making sure uh, that it's how you want to be, you know. (laughs) Aquarius is ruled by Uranus and Saturn. Uranus is how we invent. This planet has a key phrase of drastic change. It symbolizes both creation and destruction. It symbolizes creative power. Roy Gillette says, quote, Such energy must be harnessed with care, but its very nature makes this difficult, unquote. And Uranus is innovative. It helps us evaluate. Do we accept or reject conventional attitudes and the conventional ways of doing things? It it reminds us that the only constant in life is change. It's about saying yes to the soul. Being who we are no matter what. It represents a willingness to change and to be unpredictable. Being ourself, following that inner call, no matter what, in every moment. A little astrological fun fact. When printing was first demonstrated in the 1440s, and later in the 1940s when the electronic computer was invented, Uranus was in Gemini both times. How freaking cool is that? Now, Saturn is another intense planet, kind of a feared planet. Saturn concerns structure and how we control. Its phrase could be sacred responsibility. 
Saturn can represent limitations, obstacles, and responsibility. Saturn structures our lives and presides over career and longevity. It helps us identify where problems and restrictions exist in our lives and helps to remind us of the impermanence of this existence. A planet of firm foundations, Saturn assists us in identifying the ways we can experience more structure and sustainability. This energy can feel harsh and unforgiving, and it's an energy that's honest. It doesn't shy away from the harsh realities that exist. It supports us in progressing through our lives, providing foundational support, and helping us to master problems in sustainable ways. Saturn is our destiny. It's the things, it's karma, it's fate, it's uh, the things that we cannot escape which can be really scary to the brain, scary to the ego. Practicing trust and surrender and in, in, like being inquisitive with Saturn will get you really far. <laughs> Represented by the water bearer, Aquarius brings the most essential of substances. The water bearer represents creation and the giving of life. Water symbolizes truth and reflects the Aquarian desire to be of use to others in a really important way. Ruling the 11th house of hope. This is about how we serve others, how we're able to expand beyond the individual and focus on community. It's how we befriend the world around us. It's what we give the world. This house governs the work we do, the communities we're involved in, and the relationships we engage with. It's about our long-term dreams and goals. It's a house of idealism and vision. I love how it expands upon... The Capricorn invitations. The phrase for Aquarius is I know. I know. So I always like to start, um, especially at the new moon. I like to kind of just use the phrase, that phrase as a prompt and like free write, turn my brain off and just like write, fill in the blank. I know what, what is it that you know? What do you know? And not just cognitive in your brain, no. But what do you know in your heart? What do you know in your body? What is unwaveringly true to you? What do you know? What is imprinted on your soul as like a map, as a guide? What fuels you? What do you know? Now, Aquarius's big challenge is in knowing that it is enough already. Knowing that you are enough. You do not have anything to prove. You do not need anything you don't already 
possess. You have enough. Healing ourselves is how to best impact the collective. And it's challenging to know that. It's challenging to trust that. It's challenging to prioritize that. My healing, my authentic expression of self is like one of the most important things that I can focus on and do. A lot can come up uh, with that. Like a lot can come up in spite of that. That can be incredibly activating. That is not what is encouraged for most of us in our families, in our communities. Um, Self-healing. It's radical to prioritize that, right? Part of the challenge of Aquarius energy is knowing where to put the focus. It's knowing not to... um, stick your nose where it doesn't belong where uh, maybe your help is not so helpful or welcome and remembering that your way is not the only way (laughs) it can be kind of hard for Aquarius to remember that to um, honor other people's um, expression of their inner fool to um to know when and what and how to offer help and guidance and water, right? Not everybody wants your water, even if it's like the best water. (laughs) And then there's this, you know, this tendency that I think is, you know, rather universal, at least in this culture. And especially, um, Maybe it's not fair to say especially because what would I know? But, um, you know, being raised female, uh, it's incredibly emphasized the importance of, like, giving to others and serving others. Especially I was raised um, in, like, in religion. So, like, religious women, religious females being raised and conditioned that way, um, the whole existence within that belief and within that community a woman's whole existence is to serve and to give serve god serve men serve the church serve families serve children like and whether that was like radically programmed into you or not right we tend we tend to focus on healing, nurturing, resolving, bringing change to things that are outside of ourselves, changing others, changing systems. There's a lot to focus on outside of ourselves that needs to be tended to and changed, that needs some fucking water, right? But that becomes a problem when that focus is so external, that call for change that call for external change can kind of get in the way of um, a willingness for internal change, right? That that goes back to the fixed energy. Aquarius is air, so it brings movement. It brings a message. It wants to heal. It wants to help. It wants to serve the collective. It wants to see massive change and revolution. It wants to question 
the um, convention, right? Why are we doing things this way? There's, there's um, Aquarius wants to bring innovation to the world. And it can get really fixed in who and how it is. It can get really fixed and stuck and um, so focused on the external and then so fixed in the internal that that um, that internal healing, that self-healing, internal change can be neglected f- for a lifetime. Check in with yourself. Like, um, where are you trying to focus change and where can you actually focus change part of the challenge of Aquarius it's like able to think and see outside of the box but it's not always able to think and see outside of its box (laughs) so empowered expression of Aquarius energy that we're all invited to keep present throughout this season really kind of keep alive lean into as the next few weeks unfold empowered aquarius is loving it's innovative it's humane and seeks equity the humanitarian the activist aquarius can be objective it's sociable it's unique and bold idealistic and confident it's friendly and sociable quirky assertive non-judgmental discerning independent and altruistic on the other hand some of the disempowered expressions of aquarius energy that I invite you to stay aware of. Notice if you are experiencing any of this and see if you can shift into an empowered expression. Disempowered Aquarius can be stubborn. It can be self-righteous, arrogant, closed-minded. Arrogant is on my list twice. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Uh, Disempowered Aquarius can be detached and avoidant. It can have a God complex. Disempowered Aquarius puts others before the self. It can be uncompromising, obstinate, intimidating, independent in a bad way. It can be insecure, cold, stubborn. (laughs) Is also on my list twice. (laughs) tactless and assuming so again just notice when you're in any of these um any of these places and see if you can find uh find it within yourself to make the choice to shift from disempowered expression to an empowered expression of where you are and what's going on you know So Aquarius teaches us how to find, embrace, and really let loose your most authentic individual self. 
It's about this season is about honoring your uniqueness, embracing your weird. It's about radical authenticity. It helps us to be brave enough to be seen as foolish, brave enough to be seen as eccentric, brave enough to say yes to the self regardless. Aquarius season teaches us the importance, the the necessity of healing yourself for the benefit of all. I'll really expand on that next week when we speak on the star card. But there's sort of a duality to the season of evaluating how are you healing, prioritizing, tending yourself, and what is that doing for the world around you? What would the opposite do for the world around you? Know that doing that work, healing yourself, prioritizing yourself, is essential for the benefit of all. You are so important. (laughs) You have an impact. What do you want that to be? What do you want that to look like? What feels most true and aligned for you? So next week we will speak about the star, the fool, the world, and the suit of swords. And later this season... We're going to talk about what it means to really become yourself, to embrace who and how you are. And then we'll expand on that and talk about what it means to be the water bearer. This work is so important. I feel like uh, it totally embodies, encompasses, explains what I am and what I do in the world (laughs) um what I'm so focused on you know I love me some Aquarius energy now before I go I want to remind you that we are skipping a few weeks of moon meetups and we won't meet again until February 5th where we will talk about that full moon in Leo which is the um, polarity to Aquarius. And I, mm, it is so freaking good. I love that relationship where Aquarius helps us embody our most authentic self. Leo is all about like shining as we are. The phrase for Aquarius is I know. The phrase for Leo is I will. (gasps) Oh, it's so freaking good. We're going to have a full moon in Leo uh, and we're going to talk about it Sunday, February 5th. I would love to have you. Also, if you haven't yet, I would also love to have you uh, support the podcast and join the Meet Your Magic monthly membership. In exchange for $25 a month, you will receive an all-access pass to any and every moon meetup your heart desires to attend, as well as a monthly tarot spread directly to your inbox, um, personalized and written by me for you each month. Speaking of which, let me just drop a quick thank you so freaking much. I love you so freaking much to uh, my members. (laughs) To my members, my sweet souls who have joined already, uh, thank you so freaking much. I love you so freaking much. I'm currently um, 
saving to add an upgrade to my website that will make like registration for things like moon meetups uh, much easier. And um, upgrades like that are totally thanks to you, my members. So thank you for the third time. (laughs) I will see you next week where we will talk about what it means to heal the self and step forward as we are. It's a really important episode for anybody who struggles with anxiety or um, like PTSD. Um, The medicine of the star and the fool and the world are so essential for those things. So uh, I will meet you here next week. Same time, same place. Yeah. Until then, take care. Bye. Now, before you go, let me keep your ear for just a moment. This week's episode is brought to you by www.theselfcarewitch.com, my bread and butter, where you can find more information on my current courses, offerings, and other fun ways to connect with myself and yourself. If you enjoyed this episode and you dig what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the podcast, rate it, and leave a review. It helps so much. And if you'd like to connect with me, head to theselfcarewitch.com. I'd truly love to hear from you. Until next time, take care.